Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eyes. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the birds of What's up, guys? You're listening to So I Married a Movie Geek, otherwise known as the Movie Geek Cast or at Movie Geek Cast. I feel like they're kind of interchangeable. <laughs> this podcast is all about movies that Justin, the Movie Geek, has seen and Chrissy, that's me, has not. It's weird to talk about yourself. Is that third person or fourth person, Justin? Like to say Chrissy has not third, right? I think so. Okay. What's fourth person? I don't know. But is that like. The quantum realm of <laughs> pronouns. I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe. I'm thinking about myself within myself. Well, we're kind of foreshadowing a little bit what we're going to talk about on this kind of mini-sode we're doing. Yeah. To the, today's movie, neither of us had ever seen. It's a brand new movie. It's a brand new movie, but not at all a brand new subject. Correct. Correct. So we'll talk about that in a few you said mini-sode because we're literally like late with the episode. We're on, bad. On our bed between like <laughs> one thing and one other I thing. know, right? Well, to be to be fair, it's funny. I just said we're bad, but we're not. It's me. Justin's good. He's the one who's always prepared and I'm the one who'm like, oh yeah, you know, today, soon. Nope. And, Whoops. Well, no. And then I'm I'm at half speed because as of yesterday afternoon, our podcast is fully vast. Yay! Vax and wax, let's party. Wait, what? Vax and wax. Wait, I'm sorry. Vaxed and waxed. No, I I heard what you said. (laughs) The question is, why are you saying it? Chrissy, this is, it's like the 1920s all over again. It's time to party, you know? Uh, What? No, not really. No. No. But people are saying that. They're saying vaxed and waxed? They're saying that phrase. (laughs) They're also saying like... (laughs) The summer of 2021, people are just going to go crazy. Like the rumspringer of everyone. Oh, it's rumspringer. Rumspringer. I know. I get it. Okay. Are you down for that? You ready to go like... I think I'm a little over the hill to be rumspringing. Buck wild. Yeah, I don't know about that. No? But you know what? That means that there will be a lot of babies, which is good for my line of work. So yay. Yes. True. I will look forward to that. Lots of babies. But so it's been, what, 26 hours? Yeah. How you feeling? I am currently electric, like Blanca. Blanca? Blanca from Street (laughs) Fighter 2. It's pretty cool power. (laughs) Uh, Nah, pretty much the the, similar to the first one. My arm is sore. Like somebody punched my arm. Yep. And just kind of tired. It's like, hey, I want to take a nap. That's fair. Other than that. Cool. I'm glad that you're not having a bunch of symptoms. Feeling good. Feeling good. But by the way, if you're listening to this and you got your first dose and had um, a poor reaction, you know, lots of symptoms, you got to get the second one. You can't just punk out after the first one. You got to collect them all. (laughs) Right? Like (laughs) Like the Monopoly game. Once the third one comes, I want that one too. Like, Oh, yeah. I want it full vac strength. True. Like block. It's funny, though, because so, Justin, you're saying like you didn't have or you're not having, I should say, a ton of symptoms, right? Yeah. 
uh, my mom, who's a senior, also didn't have symptoms. She, over the next several weeks to a month, kept saying, I don't think they gave it to me. I think they gave me a placebo or water and injected that because I didn't feel anything. And, we're, and then I was like, you know what? Let's test this theory out. And we like threw her in a vat of COVID. Basically. It's like how the Eskimos put somebody on an ice flow and send them off. We sent her to like Spain where they're having some problems. Good luck. Good luck. We'll test it. But anyway, so Justin, so you're not worried like conspiracy theory McGee over there like, hey, I don't have enough symptoms. Maybe I didn't get it or a dose that's high enough. What are you trying to do, Chrissy? I'm trying to get trying you to, to pump, pump me full of um, like, conspiracy theories. <laughs> conspiracy no, theories I'm trying mis- to get you. <laughs> you gaslighting. <laughs> I'm thinking in the fourth person now. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to attest to the fact that that's not so. So if anybody is thinking that like my mother was, maybe they will stop thinking that. Ah. Ah, education. Yeah. Although it's funny because I reacted very poorly and most women I know had a tough time after the second dose in particular. So I maybe I like, I feel like I'm super protected. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Speaking of poor reactions, Chrissy, <laughs> uh, it's a, what was today? Tuesday, Tuesday, the 27th. So we're two days after the recent Oscars. Oh boy. As a person who watched about, what would you say? 40% of it off and on. Chrissy more gave than up. That. No, you watched more than that. Chrissy gave, no, I'm talking about you. Oh. Chrissy gave yeah. up at some at one point and was just like, no. <laughs> I mean, I like train wrecks, kind of, but. What What were your major thoughts <laughs> on that? So let's, let's sandwich our feedback, shall we? Because that's the nice way to be. It was by far the most diverse Oscars that I can remember seeing in terms of the nominees and the winners. And that was really, really cool. And it made me sad that in that historic sort of year that we they were having, that it was held at Union Station, where they displaced homeless encampments to have this glitzy event that wasn't even that glitzy. It kind of looked like the Holiday Inn gussied up on the inside. And that that the, the entire format, not only was it different, it was bad, in my opinion. I, I feel like it was boring and weird and wordy. I feel like this is something that I can actually speak on. And as a TV producer, that production was a complete mess. <laughs> like a complete mess. Like, I understand it's a crazy year, and this is definitively not like a bellwether event for the movie industry as a whole. I know, I know people are like... What a train wreck. Movies are terrible now. Right, right. I'm like, this has been a crazy year, guys. Like, there was a lot of, you know, factors going on sure. with this. But, holy shit. God. I, I couldn't, like, the people there, it was like they were hostages yes! at the time. No clapping. All the camera moves, which you know is kind of like a Soderbergh thing. He's like moving around cameras. Like, at some point, I was like, is Soderbergh on one of these cameras? Because it's really moving around <laughs> and stuff were like crazy. The The whole look of everything was Ugh. weird. The color palette that they kept going back for... It was like cheap. For, for like backsplashes with like the different color that you know what I'm talking about. I was like, what is this? Like, who did this? So, so Justin, <laughs> I have to enjoy because you know what? Every speech was like a million years long because, oh. you know, half of them were in different places and, you know, 
did they have somebody like on the other end saying, okay, wrap it up, yeah. like giving the wrap up? No. Very few clips except for Disney movies. That was like the biggest thing. <laughs> I was like, where's the clips? Of their Show work. the clips. This is supposed to be a celebration of the work. And instead of the celebration of the work, it felt like, you know, I understand saying like, these are people like us, you know, they got here, you know, so we're celebrating them and, and so they wanted to celebrate the, the nominees and stuff. But you got to balance that with the some kind of entertainment. Yes. Like, I don't have to have uh, a com- like comedians throughout, but like sprinkle... Something? Sprinkle some of that shit through. Suggestion. Especially up front. Holy I moly. I know this is going to seem like I am exaggerating, but I'm not. Fun fact for the people who are listening, way back in the day, I used to host a local cable access show that gave awards specifically to young teen directors in the Conejo Valley. And we actually had a full award show in addition to the showcase. And the award show was like the Adelphia Teen Director Showcase. It's a whole thing. And I remember the way it looked on video. And you know what? It looked like the Oscars two days ago with the color palette and the cheapness of what we were doing in the room and like a couple that, of nice dresses. What was, that, what was like the gold like material that we were trying to think of? Like, Oh, oh. So everybody, like not everybody, but a good portion. You know how every year with the Oscars, you ask yourself like, what's the theme this year? Like, are we going to see a lot of p- pastels or neutral? What is it? This year, the, <laughs> the material and color of choice was like gold foil. So we had Leslie Odom Jr. who dressed up as the Oscar himself. And then we had several different uh, uh, women wearing dresses where it, it was the same. It's not like paper mache, but I don't know, like a gold crepe paper. And I went, what is this? Why are we doing this to ourselves? It was all just so strange. Like every at every like couple minutes, there was some kind of producing choice where I'm like, what in the world are they doing? And then to end it on that note where... Oh, yeah. It's like, Best actor. <laughs> oh, Anthony, Anthony Hopkins, good night. <laughs> Questlove is like, we really appreciate <laughs> Questlove. I love, I love, at least Questlove, you know, kept it going throughout with like, you know, samples and... Oh, some of the music, music was stuff. great. I forgot, what was one of the moments where then they, it was like... Bon Jovi right afterward or something where it was an awkward transition. This was like a grab bag of choices, guys. At every possible turn where they could have made a choice, they reached their hand as producers into the grab bag and pulled something out and it was unexpected. Uh, I have a question though, Justin, and this is plaguing me a little bit. The next day I went on Twitter because we we were good and we were conscious about not going on social during the ceremony because we watched it a little late, right? So I waited. The next day when I went on Twitter, I don't know if I was not looking in the right places. I didn't find any of the criticisms that we are talking about. All I saw was like, yes, it was lowly rated. Oh, I saw the the union station did kick out the homeless and that sucks. But like, let's look at the winners. And did you hear um, what's his face's speech? The What's his name? Uh, the, Tyler Perry. He had a great speech. But they were like, you know, hey, like it was more acting like nothing happened. And I, and I was looking at this like, wait, what? Twitter? Where where are you on this? Well, and then they had the weird parts of like the, the motion picture, like that whole museum thing, oh, which yeah. is like, is that open yet? Number one. And then a lot of people's like, you know, get back. In the, we need to get back in the theater and see that. And like, everybody's mm-hmm. just like, well, okay, man, like, you know, move it along, I guess. Yep. 
I don't know. It was all strange. No, but wait, were we the only ones critical of this? Did you see stuff on social? No, I, I saw people was like, what the fuck is this? I saw okay, it everywhere. Good. All right. I didn't see any of it. And I thought like maybe we were on some sort of weird island where we're like, wait, people liked it? Just like just put the Twitter search like Oscar WTF, whatever. Oh, yeah. I was trying not to color it. I, I mean, just did hashtag Oscar. Most of the Oscars. news I saw on it today or whatever was just like the the ratings of people watching at home. Oh, yeah. They were abysmal. But, but we knew that once would be you the case. like watch the first fifty minutes, you're like, oh, this isn't for most people at home, you know? No, oh, it was just a nightmare. And then what's his face? Brian Cranston is at the Dolby Theater, and it's like he might as well have just said, "Would you like to look upon what you could have had? It could have been this. I could have hosted it. It could have been in this fantastic room." I do love Regina King though. But There's just so <laughs> many like sections and like parts of that area that like sometimes you're like are they part of like the group you know are they you know on you know in london on remote you know on top of a building somewhere you know and then there's francis mcdormand howling at the moon right before and maybe it was like journey or something that played right after her like a supercut of all just those random moments would be very entertaining to watch (laughs) but just having to wait through all the other stuff was I feel like we're going to go back to the Dolby next year, hopefully. And, and at the end of the day, it's like, who won? Who cares? Like, No, yeah. It's going to be a blip, though. People are going to be like, remember that one crazy year where the Oscars were held at a train stop? Exactly. So, oh, well. Okay. Uh, before we get to our, our, our main movie that we watched, we watched, or at least I watched uh, a couple of movies, one of which you watched with me, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. We watched a movie called Barb and Star Go to Vista Lamar. What did you <laughs> Wait, think about go, that? Where did they go? Vista Lamar. No. Is that not Vista Del Mar? Sorry. Well, the first time you said Barb Vista, and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Vista Del Mar. Vista Del Mar. There you go. I'm just going to call it Barb and Star. Guys, <laughs> what, what did you think of that movie? It was a pleasant surprise, and I say that because Kristen Wiig can do no wrong in my eyes. I, I pretty much love her and everything. But there are some movies that you see the trailer, right? And you're like, oh, this is one of those comedies where it's like character slapstick kind of driven and I'm not sure it's going to be great. I was really pleasantly surprised by how funny it was, to be honest. Extremely funny and also goes goes there for the joke several times where you're yes. like, yes, I respect <laughs> this. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. And you know what it reminded me of? What? Um, obviously, Kristen Wiig, um, you know, came from Saturday Night Live and stuff. It reminded me of some of the old school '90s, like like Billy Madison with Adam Sandler, where it, they put him in th- this you know situation, and there's there's like a story, you know, yeah. But it's all like the random shit that you remember, like yeah. the fucking penguin following him around and all yes. this stuff. This movie has a lot of that, and a lot of those moments involve um, sex and Jamie Dornan, who. <laughs> who um, besides the two, the the main two, uh, Kristen Wiig and Annie Annie Mumolo, is that how you say her name? Mumolo. Okay. Her writing partner. They both did. They both wrote Bridesmaids as well. So right. this movie has a little bit of that, and like I said, a little bit of like crazy '90s Saturday Night Live movie in it. And I thought that was great. You know, it's funny that you say that because that's kind of what I was implying, but not as eloquently as you nailed it. With you know, you kind of you see the trailer and you're like. I'm not sure this is going to work. You know, it just seems like an amalgamation some, some, of jokes. Some of the best jokes they couldn't put <laughs> in a trailer. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but then you, when you actually watch it, it is cohesive and the jokes land. And uh, it's obviously this like 
hyper reality of what you would expect. And Kristen Wiig's playing a, a, a dual role, which is even better. But um, like Wayne's World, you yeah. know, put these the these you know women in a strange situation, see how they react. Wayne's World is a good analogy. You know, it reminds me. Um, there's this word in or phrase in French. It's called grosse patisse. And that's what this reminds me of. It's a certain type of comedy, but rewarding. And Jamie Dornan, you brought him up. Another pleasant surprise. He was actually funny. He reminded me of when we saw the Ghostbusters movie with Kristen Wiig and uh, Chris uh, Hemsworth. No, not Hemsworth. I'm sorry. He has a song and dance sequence. Chris. No, no. uh, Hemsworth. It was Hemsworth. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. He was funny. Uh, Uses his real accent. He's like Irish, I think, in, mm-hmm. uh, in this movie. I was like, oh, should have used that in the Fifty Shades movie. That would have been super, super sexy. Yeah, this this movie is more of a musical than you realize. There are uh, two or three. It's Lots not a total musical like movie, but if it were nominated for a Globe, it would be in the musical category. So I'm going to blow Chrissy's mind with a fun fact from this movie that I found out about after I Googled it. Okay. So there's a scene in this movie where a crab uh, just like starts talking out of the blue. Uh, I bet you I know what you're going to say. And what are you going to say? What am I going to say? You're going to talk about the voice of it and yes. who it was, but it's not who you think it is. Yes. So it's supposed to be Morgan Freeman because uh, it's he's talking about himself in his movies. And I'm like, is that Morgan Freeman? And we're like, we guess so. And then I guess we both Googled. Afterwards. I didn't Google it. I figured it out. Oh, you did? Yeah. And found out that it's someone Chris used to work with. Josh, it's Robert, Josh Robert Thompson. Josh Robert Thompson from The Late Show. Well, the funny thing is, so the very first few lines, I was like, Morgan Freeman signed Jeff, on for this? Jeff the Robot. And then I started watching it and I didn't say anything to you at the time because I didn't want to seem like, oh, Chris, you're stupid. But I was looking at it and I was like, that sounds very familiar. Like, not Morgan Freeman familiar, but very familiar. Because well, some of the stuff he's saying are kind of derogatory of Morgan Freeman. And so I was like, yeah. did Morgan Freeman really make fun of himself in this way? And right. that's why I'm like, oh, I got to go with this. There's no way he did this. Right. But, you know, I mean, Josh Robert Thompson is a stand-up guy and um, and he's a comedian. ha. <laughs> But one of my favorite things about working with him at Late Show was that he would just do things like that for you. Like he would walk in the room. He was a nice guy. And then you'd be like, Josh, give me, give me a little bit of like Morgan right now. Josh, and then, do my voicemail. You know what I mean? <laughs> Josh, call my mother. And and he was like, I mean, I, I, wouldn't, Morgan Freeman. I wouldn't do shit like that. But like I would say like, can you do Morgan? Like just for me. And, he, and he'd be like. Well, I'm Morgan Freeman, and I would just start cracking up. It was my favorite thing. Mar- Morgan Freeman. I can only say his name. <laughs> That's the only part. It's like Matt Damon, but it's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> or Groot. You know, <laughs> I am Every, Groot. Everything is just him saying his name. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> um, yeah, so amazing movie. Barb and Star. Highly recommend. Yeah, um, for sure. I think on, on 420, I tweeted, I was like, you know what would be a great 420 double feature? Barb and Star and Bad Trip. I was like, <laughs> "You are you having a bad day? Watch both of these movies and turn turn that frown upside down." Yeah, I was thinking of, um, oh gosh, what's the name of the movie that we both love? I probably love more than you. Where the meme from April twenty fifth, where all you need is a light jacket about pageants. Oh, what is it with Denise Richards? Yes. What is that movie called? And Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. I feel very God. dumb. Google uh, that. I should. Uh, this movie tonally reminded me a little bit of that. Not in terms of any of the plot. Just in terms of the tone. So that'd be a good um, double feature too. A documentary they recently watched on, I think it was Hulu. 
called The Orange Years, The Nickelodeon Story. Oh, yeah. Guys, if you like me, <laughs> are a child of the 80s and grew up right around the, you know, first iteration of Nickelodeon, like, I'm talking about, like, Pinwheel, like, uh, you can't do that on television, all those other ones, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. What was the, today's special, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And you kind of want to know how 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 that went down? Great documentary on Hulu, like two t- thumbs up for me. To piggyback on that, because I, I did watch some of that with you. Uh, if you are more of a '90s kid, they fully get into you know yeah. all of the SNCC stuff and uh, the the stuff that we in, in '90s love, like you know it's Clarissa and Ren and Stimpy all the, all the and animation Rocco stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they like they have. Act from actors from all the you know, hey dude, oh my god, switch your shorts, so great. The whole two hours, I was just like, yes, this is great. I, I wish this was longer. Uh, so, by the way, the movie that we were struggling for, that I'm sure people shouted into their AirPods at us about, was Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Wait, what? <laughs> Drop, Drop Dead Gorgeous. That's kind of like the Red Vista. Gorgeous Lamar. <laughs> Guys, I just got a vaccination. I'm still still kind of bloob bloob bloob. Struggling. Uh other last thing I want to shout out that I'm just like so happy this back that I like shouted at the top of my lungs where I found out it was on Netflix because I, I felt like I, I went this whole year of COVID wondering when it was gonna come back. Chrissy. What? The circle is back on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Guys, if you like reality shows and you know, you know, Chrissy and I love reality shows. Yeah, we do. The Circle might be my like number top, number one top reality show right now at this moment. Like, I can't get enough. It's pretty good. This is the one that we watched like three different versions of last year. Like in the the American, the first season of American, the, French, the French version. One. I even watched some of the what was it, the Argentinian, Argent, Argentinian. Was that version. Or Spain? Spain. I can't remember. It wasn't as good. France Any, was great. Anyway, it's just a great. Um, you know, the millennials, the youngs will like it because basically they put a bunch of people in a house together, but they never see each other face to face and they Apartments. just, and they just, uh, communicate via, um, like a, how would you say group chat voice to text group chat, they, social media platform. They have profiles with pictures. And so some people go in and say, I'm going to be totally myself. These are pictures of me and blah, blah, blah. And then there's other people. It's like, I'm going to be a catfish. And, you know, I'm going to say, I'm, you know, this hot dude, but I'm, you know, a 50 year old, you know, grandma or whatever. So <laughs> those are always great. It sounds weird, but. It's amazing. It is. It is so great. Because keep in mind that nobody else knows who anyone else is or whether they're real or not. So everyone's kind of trepidatiously stepping forward like, are you real? And then somebody who looks like a 21-year-old sorority girl comes out with a, a mannequin that looks like it was horrifically created in a lab by a man. And you're <laughs> or like, you'll get two guys. I don't think Emily is who she says she is. Two, two guys doing a private chat uh, with each other where one guy <laughs> is, is a guy, a but girl. <laughs> the other guy is catfishing as a girl, and they're trying to flirt with each other, and it's, right. it's really awkward. It's so. pretty great. If you're not on the the circle, check that out on on Netflix. And Wednesdays, new episodes drop. Speaking oh, speaking of Wednesdays, guess what's dropping tomorrow, Justin? Chris, even like updating me day by day by day is the Handmaid's Tale. It's the Handmaid's Tale. I'm so excited! Great. As we inch closer to 
to, I feel like... to, to season one <laughs> happening in real life. You know, so worlds collide. I feel like all of my shows have been on hiatus for so long, like this and Working Moms and Succession. And so it's really nice to have one come back. How many how many episodes are there per season? Um, like 10? I, no, I think actually a few more than that. Maybe 13? Jeez, that's a lot. You maybe maybe less. You catch up, but I'm like, I don't want to like put myself in a dark place like that. Well, um, I put my mom on the, that train. <laughs> You're like, watch... This Chernobyl, and then you know, <laughs> Chernobyl was just a limited jump off series. A cliff. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> oh, that was another really good one. I don't know. That's a lot of stuff. Just watch Handmaids. I'll rewatch with you for like research. Sure. <laughs> I'm waiting for the a Quiet Place two to come out so I can know how the fuck the Quiet Place started. Like it was supposed to come out last year, and then COVID started. And I'm like, are the secrets to how this? <laughs> How, how our society is ruined in A Quiet Place 2? Because I heard that they give clues. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. That was an aside, but okay. <laughs> I was okay. thinking about Handmaid's Tale. Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> let's talk about the movie that just came out um, in theaters and on HBO Max, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking about it. We watched it over two nights. It's called Mortal I can't even do the new one. First, first to merit to this this one. Song's not as good. There's Just, a new one. What do you mean? We're talking about the 2021 no, version. No, oh, I think of Mortal meant, Kombat. I, I, and I said the first to merit is the song. It's not as good as the original. What is the new song? I don't remember hearing a new song other than the traditional that was in one scene only. Oh, it sound. It just doesn't have the kick to it. Okay. Put it, go to YouTube on your phone and 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 put it in, and we'll listen to it. But anyway, sure thing, Jen. No, do it right now because I'm reading the IMDb thing right here. Okay, fine. God, I've got like what we've watched on a list. I've got the IMDb <laughs> in front of me. Hey, I like, had Drop Dead Gorgeous don't, on don't my phone. Ask me to do anything. I looked up Drop Dead Gorgeous. All right, here's the log on, Chrissy. Um, MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld. In a high stakes battle for the universe, our dog is about to bark at someone. Yes. Mortal Kombat 2021, R rated, Chrissy. HBO mm-hmm. Max, it grossed like over 20 some million dollars at the box office. The, you know, coronavirus. Oh, wait, 23,000 opening weekend. At the I bo- hear a small child yelling, Mama. Okay, well, go. <laughs> hold on. Okay. You, you keep... Chrissy, tell, yeah. give me overall thoughts why I go tinder our child. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I love that Justin's moved on from this because, to be honest, you are not in good hands, dear listeners. I hated this movie. I know that, like, Mortal Kombat is an institution as far as video games is concerned, and, you know, it already had a movie, and that's all well and fine and great. But so much of it for me was unwatchable just due to the hugely grotesque and graphic violence. Like, I couldn't do it. And uh, similarly to like when we talked a couple weeks ago about um, 
Justice League. I remember mentioning on that show, like, hey, for Justice League, because that's not my bag. Like, I kept having to mentally cast everybody as Marvel characters instead in order to help me follow along with what's happening. That's that's how Aquaman ended up being Seathor. <laughs> so in this version, I kept doing the same thing, but with like Street Fighter. I'm like, look, it's Zangief. And with, he's got like a hammer and scars. And that girl is like blonde Chun-Li and whatever in order to remain interested. But at the end of the day, that was not good enough for me. And it was so graphically violent. And the plot was just so hodgepodgey and all over the place and nonlinear that I hated it. You hated it? Yes. Wow. For hating it, you had a lot of fun watching it with me. It was how I stayed awake. I could feel like the Sandman telling me, you hate this. Go to sleep. And then I'm like, make jokes. It'll keep you awake. Um. So... I assume you were talking about like comparing all the characters to people in the Justice League or, or something. Like yeah, that. I was explaining so, how I had to hold my interest by I had to mentally translate it to something I actually enjoy. Other than the song <laughs> not being as good, the biggest problem in this film, which I liked, definitely did not hate like you, um, was <laughs> most of the characters are so bland there was like nothing there. Like the one character that kind of had a personality was the asshole guy. And Kano. You know, Kano. And he was kind of like the, I don't know, like the, the Tony Stark of the group, like, you know, calling people, you know, what's up, Harry Potter or whatever. So, but other than that, like the lead guy who is the Cole Young character is like, like milk toast. I like, called him Mark Wahlberg early on. And you were like, why are you calling him Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> and I'm like, hey guys, we're going to do a thing. Let's do a thing. Like, I mean, none of accurate. No one has really done any favors by the, the script, which is like needlessly complex and points. We're just like, what is going on? Like, you're really just making think. Oh, so yeah. Made me think of Jupiter Rising at one point because of just the level of convolution. Um, before so, but the biggest problem, and this is something that like I kept saying like every thirty minutes of the movie, I was like. <laughs> Where when, are we? I was like, when is Mortal Kombat going to start? I was like, what is, like, Chrissy, it was like, it was like if we went to a movie called the Super Bowl and <laughs> the whole movie was like the pre, like the, the, the preparation for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then at the end, they're just like, okay, in a movie, no Super Bowl. And I'm like, but it's called the Super Bowl. I was like, there, is there a Mortal Kombat tournament going to start? It's like, like it got towards the end. I was like, there's not enough time for a proper Mortal Kombat tournament. <laughs> oh and then all of a sudden at the end, they just started fighting. I was like, is this the tournament? Like, what are they doing? It's like kind of they were scared to like actually for this movie to actually be about a tournament, which is the whole point of Mortal Kombat. Ah. I don't understand what the goal was. Like, I kept asking myself that. Like, what is the goal? What is the director trying to do? Or what is the the, the writer of this turkey of a script attempting to accomplish? And I couldn't find out the answer. Weirdly, it kind of reminded me of... Um, what's the Hugh Jackman musical that we... Uh, Greatest Showman? Wait for Wait, me here. What? Wait for me here. Because similar to Greatest Showman, the only part that I loved about Greatest Showman were the songs. Everything else was like connective tissue that I was just like, oh, just fast forward through this. So in, in this movie, all the fights, the only reason to watch this movie is the fights. And I would say half of them are pretty great and the other half are just like um, edited, like edited garbage, like so many editing cuts and like camera moves and stuff. 
to hide the fact that I don't know, maybe they weren't actually touching each other or they were in like a weird location. That was the other thing in this movie. Christy and I were always like, wait a minute, where are yeah, they I now? Said that a minute ago, yeah. So I have a couple <laughs> things to say based on what you just said. So yes, the whole I the reason I like this movie and don't hate it is the the fight scenes are just too good in some like there's three uh fight scenes in the in this movie that if I would have seen them Back in the day, in the nineties, when I was originally super into Mortal Kombat, like the number one and number two were like my jam when I was a kid. If you was showing that to Justin at that time, I would have been like, "This is my favorite movie of all time," and I would just watch those three oh <laughs> fight scenes over and over. Like I said, Grace Showman, just show me the soundtrack. I just want a super cut of all the fights in this movie. And I will be like super happy. So first of all, <laughs> I really want you to go back to writing for is it the Daily Tar Heel? In North Carolina. No, because I wasn't a very good Well, movie because you critic. were a movie critic. And all I want is for there to be a quote where you say, Mortal Kombat, just like Greatest Showman, and then have that printed on a poster, cut, print, done. Where, where's, when's, the, when's the Mortal Kombat going to start, guys? <laughs> Wait a minute. I came to this for Greatest Showman. Anyway, so there's that. Uh, secondly, it's funny that you say, the reason to watch this movie, <laughs> it's the fights. When in my head, I'm like, that's the reason to not watch this movie because of the horrific Ugh. violence of it all. I couldn't look. At one point, you Ugh. were like, are you going to watch this? And I was like, no, thanks. Because to be honest with you, whenever, and this is true for me in general, when any sort of especially violent uh, thing happens in a movie, I'm like, I know what's happening. They're fighting. I'll just wait till it's done. Like, I don't it's care like about that. Child the... abuse or something. Like, I know, I know. I have a hard time. And, and I don't care what happens frame to frame or punch to punch. So I'm like, just tell me how it ends. Like, There's a fight in the middle of this with the, the was it Kung Lao, the guy that looks like one of the guys from Big Trouble in Little China with a hat. Yeah. Who throws the hat around. I was just like, great I almost wanted to stand up and cheer. It was so good. <laughs> she was like, gnarly. I was like, yes. Oh, I kept calling it the Captain America hubcap hat. Also, minor quibble for me, Sub-Zero in this movie, badass, <laughs> But never finishes, guys, at all. Like I thought that was going to be like his. <laughs> That's what she said. I thought he was. <laughs> I thought he, he kind of like had a Winter Soldier situation where he's just like finishing people. Like he just couldn't finish people because I was like, "Is he going to finish this guy? Or what, what? Like he's just going to let this guy? Like there's no finishing." And then like at the end, he he is finished. <laughs> so uh, the, his whole journey was very very weird to me. I'm sorry. I know we're talking about <laughs> Mortal Kombat, but I just turned my head to take a sip of wine, and you're just like. And he wouldn't finish anyone. He never finishes. And I'm like, oh man, now that's a complaint. <laughs> nah, he, like his. I mean, his skill set, Chrissy. Anyone who could make a fucking icicle and then attack you with it, like yeah, in half a second, well, he was you have to be scared of. So he was obviously a formidable, formidable opponent for. So for him to like just really like kick the shit out of people and then just like let them still live. I was oh, like, oh, whatever. Do you know I've seen an he equally ripped the guy's arms off. I've seen an equally scary movie and it was called Frozen. It had this character named Elsa, and she could also create ice with her hands. I have a question. So early on in this movie, uh, it's the 1600s, and Sub-Zero essentially freezes a mother and her child, and it's all very sad and graphic. But then later, he freezes a different mother and child, and they are somehow easily defrosted slash ice-picked, and then seemingly completely fine 10 seconds later. Justice for the first mother and child. What the hell happened? Well, Chrissy, they didn't they didn't understand the unfreezing technology <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> also, Cole Young with his cool like outfit 
made that happen. I don't know if you noticed. Like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, and people came in breathing fire a minute later. I'm like, where were you 20 seconds ago? Um, definite improvement in my eyes over the the other the the previous version of this movie. I don't both remember, of them. I don't remember a single thing about the previous version of this movie. I blocked it from my psyche, and I am positive that with due time, short due time. It will happen with this one as well. I, I hope it gets a sequel and they actually have a Mortal Kombat tournament because if not, this is the biggest tease of all time. They this, never finish. Chrissy, this movie... <laughs> no, I'm talking about the finishing. The whole Mortal Kombat game is I know, known for finish being a, him. Being I know, I know, I know. I mean... <laughs> I'm talking, like, I hope there's a sequel. They I do that a couple a times, but I'm just talking about Sub-Zero just personally not finishing. Go, Chrissy, there is a scene in this movie where Goro attacks Cole Young at his house in Chicago, I assume, and just like really just like gets pummeled. Everybody lives in a trailer. Let me Half ask you. Half the time we're like, which realm are we in? Is this somebody's house? I, I think that Goro, that Goro would be a formidable opponent, opponent on uh, Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> you mentioned that when we were watching. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Is Goro quick on his feet? He's got the arms, but is he quick on his feet? He could like double up, like feet and a couple of his arms, and just like, just like race it. I mean, Sub Zero could turn the entire grocery store into the frozen section. <laughs> so there's that. Finish him. <laughs> and um, what was the other guy's name? Like Radkin, R- R- Teddy Ruxpin. R- yes, Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy, you have to find your arcana. <laughs> Rubicon, what was his name? All this stuff about the arcana throughout this movie, that which arcana? Raiden, I, I remembered. Meant like your special, your special. We call it your special purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking of Avenue Q. I'm like purpose, uh, it's the little thing. The the act, poor the actress that played uh, Sonia. Like the first time oh, we man. see her. She literally spouts off about five minutes of exposition about arcanas <laughs> and like, you know, all this other stuff. And that was the first time you see it and you're just like, oh, no. Yes. Why did they do this? This is so true. Uh, oh, man. Well, who is the actress? Do we know? I'm going to look her up. Yeah, you are. Played by uh, Jess. Oh, no. Jessica McNamee. Name What's with you in pronunciations? Can I see McNamee? it? McNamee? I don't know. That's not what? a proper name that really Here. is oh, common. I'm dropping it. Let me look. It is. Oh yeah, Jessica McNamee. <laughs> it's like M C N A M E E. McNamee. Born in 1986. Well done, Jessica McNamee. Well done. Well, because they gave her shit to work with. I think she did the best she could with what she was given. I don't know. So, like, at the end of the day, if you're you're a fan of the games, there's <laughs> enough callbacks in this. the The moment where Scorpion says "Get over here," I was just like, "Does this even make sense?" Like, <laughs> and then he has like a whole minute of exposition too, of like, it, "I am now Scorpion." <laughs> at that point, it was like an inception of nonsense. We were like yes. four levels deep, and I was just like. Okay, right. we'll just but they go, nev- we'll just go with it. But they never went to sleep where you're like, now we're going the next. Okay, like, like there were no rules. Just all of a sudden they were in some other place or level, and you're like, I don't know. Get you just like a bunch of CBD. Watch this movie. <laughs> this movie was on crack, guys. Forget your CBD. Um, I can't believe you hated it. 
Well, it's funny because the more we talk about it, the more I'm laughing at no, the stupidity. That's what of I'm it. saying. Like watching it with you was like enjoyable because half the time we didn't know what was going on. Right. Uh, I, guess, I guess if I had to label and categorize it, I would say this is not a movie I would ever willingly watch again. But being forced to watch it over two nights had some entertainment value because it was just that bad. But you're like, it's not that bad. Fights. It, it was kind of like the the fellowship of the ring of this Mortal Kombat you know, universe that they're trying to start. Like it was just a lot of like talking, explaining no, things, getting the crew together who were largely bland. Jupiter, Jupiter ascending. Half I said of that them a few for times. No reason. That's what it was. The the terminant ha- hasn't even started. Like I didn't know Shang Tsung what his whole deal. Like it sounded like he just didn't. He was kind of like didn't want to participate in the tournament. <laughs> and so he's like you know, bef- before Mortal Kombat, let's kill them before Mortal Kombat. I have a plan. Uh, you know, before the tournament, you know, we'll kill oh. them all. Oh wait, um, wait I'm wait, sorry, wait. I can't remember. What's the name of the guy with the robot arms? Wait, wait. Oh, the techno version. No, this is the new version. I know. It's too busy. It is. I agree. It's well. This whole movie was too busy. I feel like you could sing like dun, 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 like you could sing the other one. Just like yeah, right. Your, this what, is too complicated. Justin, what's the name of the guy with the robot arms? Jax. Thank you. So <laughs> who, I'm laughing. Who, so who, early on with who, Jax, who wasn't done any favors by the script. And no, I realized afterwards was a guy who was uh, from True Blood, an actor from True Blood that we liked. And I was like, I just feel like hmm. you know none of these. Right. But, but wait, real quick character analysis on our friend Jax. So in the beginning, he's heady and he's like, I, you guys go. I'll go down with this ship or whatever he says, which basically means he's going to take on Sub-Zero by himself, which, by the way, a minute before they were like, and then we will all do this. And then he's like, leave. I will do it. And then he fails miserably. Like, what is his what is his special purpose? Like- <laughs> so then so then later on, there's this like. Justice League-esque roundabout where they're all standing in a circle making plans about how they're eventually going to come out on top. And they're like, you're going to go to this realm and fight this dude. And you're going to go to this realm and take somebody's spleen out. And hey, you got the marking now. Cool. Or wait, not yet. Go get your marking by taking down that guy in your trailer. And and then the guy, uh, Jax, he stands there and he's like, and then we will all take on (laughs) Sub-Zero? Like... (laughs) Like, number one, he doesn't get a job. Number two, he can't do it alone. And then they cut to me just just outside that, and I'm like, why are we doing this? (laughs) Why are you teleporting us all to different places? This doesn't make sense. When does the the actual tournament start? (laughs) I'm saving all my energy for the actual tournament. I don't know. You know, the Mortal Kombat tournament. I don't know. Now I just want a Street Fighter reboot. I would watch it again. What a Street Fighter! You, you know that another Street Fighter is coming. By the way, outside of this Mortal Kombat movie, which I would probably give a B, solid B. <laughs> okay. What? Are you laughing? That's very generous. For what it is, Chrissy. Like, what are you for expecting? For what it is, is it's, it graded on a curve? Yes, I grade movies on a curve. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Yes, depending on what type of movie, like what genre movie, yes, things are graded on a curve for me. Okay, Siskel. Siskel? I'm going to be Ebert. I hated it. <laughs> We're both dead now. Aww. Um, I forgot what I was talking about now. Uh, I gave it a B. You said well, you would watch it again. What would you say? D. A D? 
For sure. And that's generous. I have to go back and see what you said with the other one. Like I said, I, I thought it was much better than the other two. I wish that would I wish there was more um or less nonsense between the pretty overall great fight scenes. Um I I think that the script and the the direction like some with some of like the editing choices just doesn't make sense. And I just wish like they, you know, can we have a fight where there's not twenty thousand cuts? Like, you know, frame it as an homage to the actual the game and stuff and have them on both sides and stuff like that. Come Did on. Steven Soderbergh take his camera to this shoot? <laughs> Oh my God, Chrissy! If, if, if like they cut over and they, it's a Mortal Kombat over there in the corner, like there's lots of sections of Union Station, lots of things going on. As long as they had mask on, you know. <laughs> I bet you Glenn Close would have been down for that. Yeah, she uh, would have. Um, I don't know. Like I said, terrible guys, terrible. Don't waste your time. I would have loved to have seen this in a theater. So I think why? Nice. Why? Because it's great again. I mean, I'm not just like. Not, I understand it's not your jam, stuff like this. Like, you know. Ugh. I just didn't want to go back to the theater. Martial but arts this? movies. Huh? I just didn't want to go back to the theater. But this? This is why you want to go back to the theater? What was your, what was your like, uh, video game of choice when you were, like, in middle school? Street Fighter. Okay. So, similar to me, I had two. I had Street Fighter 2 and I had the, the Mortal Kombat series, you know? Sure. So. This is the best Mortal Kombat movie we've gotten so far. I'm not saying it's perfect, <laughs> but I'm trying to like <laughs> have a glass half full attitude about it. Save Arclight! Mortal Kombat! Dun, I, mean, dun, 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 I would dun, love dun, a dun, franchise, dun. and that's the, that's the big thing. I was just like, you know, I don't think this is the best start for a franchise, but hopefully, you know, enough people watch it on HBO Max that they uh, get a you know a better script and a. A better director and an actual Mortal Kombat tournament in the next one. I guess they'll have to bring some people back. You got to bring back Sub Zero. Oh my God. Half the people are dead. Well, yes, because they go to another realm. Nobody dies. The outer world. Whatever the hell that Shang is. Shang Tsung. I needed more um, Shang Tsung taking souls and stuff. That stuff's cool. Yeah. He like sucks him out like a straw. <laughs> With that sound. Sweet. Sweet. Fun times, Chrissy. Yep. Chrissy's already bored. I'm so bored. <laughs> I love you, but I, I'm like, I have said what I said about this movie. Yeah. Now. We got things to That's do. It. Things to do. Next week on the show, guys, we got the return of Fantasy Movie Draft. Yay! In our 2010s Fantasy Movie Draft Royal Rumble round two, which means we have uh, two returning drafters, two new drafters coming back to draft the films from 2011. A crazy ass year. Was so, it? It was. Okay. Crazy year. Fun draft. Look forward to that next week. Gotta get finished on the edit on that. Chrissy, where can you find us on the socials? Well, I said it earlier, we are at Movie Geek Cast, which is on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, if that's still your thing. And we have an email box in case you remember email. It's moviegeekcast at gmail.com. People use email. Anymore? That's why I said outside of workplace. If you email? remember what email is, uh, I use it for coupons and stuff. Like I sign up with my we're old letterbox now. As well. Old email. Oh yeah, we're on letterbox. Yeah. True. Hit us up, guys. Let's talk films. 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 Until next time, it's been really cool. 
Enjoy the greatest showman. Enjoy Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Go watch Mortal Kombat. I'm just going to layer in my... There's not enough wine in the world. Come on, Chrissy. Mortal Kombat. Let's make dinner to this. Please. 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 Please.